This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. All right. <clears throat> I'd like to read the intro bit. No. No. (laughs) Please reconsider. Think of the children. They're so hungry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, no. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Rumors abound, events on events on events, shiny pigs, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the GoCast podcast. It's February 9th. My name is Chris and I'm joined as always by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. Hey, it's great to have you back. It's been Thanks. what? A week? A week. Exactly. Yeah, I well, I mean, I, I see you every day. Okay. So what? what was there disdain in my you voice? You can't be happy to see me. <laughs> oh, I, I can still be happy to see you. It's not like it wears off over time. Well, not even. <laughs> um, all right, let's review our weeks really quick, and I'm going to throw your goals at you. Um, I don't know about you guys, but before we even get started here, it's been kind of a hectic week, lots of curveballs, and we'll get into yes. those in the news really quick. So yes. I won't be too surprised if maybe some of these goals kind of slip through the cracks. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Ness, let's start with you, huh? Okay. 250,000 experience. Got it. Two new Generation 4 Pokemon? Uh, yeah. I know you got at least one today. I no, I got them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then did you do at least three raids this past week? No. Oh, my gosh. How many did you do? Zero. Ooh. Zero. That's, a, that's a strong no on that. Look, man, <laughs> I worked like 60 hours this week. <laughs> hey. So. That's true. It was a long week. I can confirm. She's been dead from work this entire week. It's I been, got home at 7 30, 8 o'clock every night this week. Very demanding. Left at 5 30. But mm-hmm. worthwhile. You've been killing it. So yeah, thanks. Keep, keep it up, girl. Thanks. Yeah. Just no raids. Did anything else happen in a week you'd like to mention before we move on to the rest of our goals? Here? I don't think so. I really no? don't think anything happened. Really? Really. I, I remember you obtaining the Chingling today. Yeah. Is that notable? <laughs> I mean, notable. Didn't you, did it's you a, not have one before? Pokemon. I did not have one before, and Chris traded it to me. <laughs> oh. So he's just setting himself on the back. Oh, don't don't no, give him count. credit. I, didn't, I wasn't the one who said that don't I gave it to you. You said that. Credit. Okay, whatever. We know what you were doing. I was just trying to make it so that Ness was going to you know, have a rare thing happen. Wow. <laughs> what an awesome week. I gave her this thing. Look. And a combi. You gave me a combi, too. I, I gave you a, a female combi. Yeah. The only one that matters, wow. arguably. <laughs> Unless you wow. have no combi, I suppose. Wow. Look, ooh. how would I survive without you? <laughs> Goodness. But, but kind of. Okay. Oh, all right. Anyway, so Kyle, speaking of surviving, uh, that wasn't one of your goals this week. That was just no. the past two weeks. Your first goal was 300,000 experience. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> quite get it. <laughs> okay. And I blame my friends. 
Whoa. That's right. Okay. There's not a bus big enough for you to throw them all under. I guarantee There's, it. I have right. one friend. We're two days away from best friends right now, and they haven't sent me a gift. They haven't sent or opened my gift in three days. And I'm like, wow. Even with the friend event. Yeah. Now they're going to open their gift with the friend event. I'm not going to know it's going to happen. So I'm going to watch it because I don't I don't talk to them. I just know them on Pokemon Go. Oh, well, hey, you know, I mean, XP is XP is better than nothing, right? That's true. All right. Did you walk at least 25 kilometers this past week? No. No. Okay. It's like 20. So I was going to say, I'm I'm getting there. Sure. You finish it up today. It's also worth noting that we are recording earlier than we normally do. So you have like six hours to walk the extra bit. I mean, yeah, he, he could have very yeah. feasibly done oh, Run around the block. So, and then did you hit 55 on your Sinnoh badge? Nope. Couldn't bring yourself <laughs> to pull the trigger on all those stones, could you? I, I did. I did three of them, so I'm at 53. But there actually isn't any more I can do right now. Waiting on like five or ten candy for each one. So after you just dumped like 90 candies into the last thing that you did, you just can't do that again, can no, you? No, no, I can't. <laughs> Not right now. I mm-hmm. may in the future, mm-hmm. but... Especially because of what we have going on right now, all of these spawns kind of disappeared. Seems to happen a lot every time we make that goal. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, we got to just stop doing that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, or not because, I mean, the event is, is still pretty awesome. So did anything else notable happen with your week? I mean, given the events going on and stuff like that? I mean, it's kind of notable for me, but not for most other people there. I soloed a three-star raid for the wow. first time this week. Good for you. Which was kind of cool. So which it, one was it? it? It was an Azamero, which is not very difficult. Nice. But nice. So I just like it was spawning right down the street. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, you know what? I have a lucky egg going right now because of the event. And I just went and did it. That's the way to do it. I mean, if it wasn't for that mindset, three star raids just wouldn't get done. Yeah. <laughs> right, anything else? Or just that uh, Azumarill? I hatched a bunch of baby Pokemon. Oh, that reminds me. I hatched a Munchlax, which was my first Munchlax. So, all right, that's pretty. Congratulations! Great. All right, very cool. For myself here, my goals for this past week were to get my Twilight Cup team ready. And one thing I'm, I'm going to say about the Twilight Cup in comparison to the Boulder Cup, and we'll talk more about Twilight Cup moving forward here in the show. I found that it's, it's requiring a lot more resources than the Boulder Cup was because yeah. the Pokemon yeah, that were in the meta for the Boulder Cup were either already at that level or were, I don't know, I, I can't, I don't really, I don't really know. I, or, or maybe it's this, maybe the Pokemon in the Twilight Cup are Pokemon that are usually at a level that are lower or they have a max CP that's closer to 1500. That's a higher level. So it costs more Stardust for me to do. In any case, I don't have enough Stardust right now to really get all the things I want. I did completely set up my Toxic Rogue. He's 1498. He's got nice. the extra moveset. He has the best moveset he could have, right? He's got the coverage that I want and stuff like that. I really want to have an, uh, a really strong Azumarill on my team because it's very strong in the meta for Twilight Cup. Again, we'll talk about this later. I'm going to talk about it too much. But I'd have to put in 160,000 Stardust in order to get it there. That's a lot. Ooh. And I'm sitting at like 177 Ooh. right now. Oh, so that's almost all And then I still have it. four more Pokemon after right. that to do. Oh, my right. gosh. So I really got to get out there and just catch and catch and catch and try to that's get as much Stardust as possible. But, hey, my second goal here was to hatch a Bonsly. And that happened you did? two hours ago. You didn't wow. even tell me. Yeah. It, well, I wanted to be surprised. Okay. It happened two hours ago. I was walking around the grocery store this morning, getting some last minute stuff for the weekend and um, hatched a Bonsly. Good for oh, you. And that second Chingling I threw your way. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I was like back to back. I'm like, wow, that's the rare hatch in this thing. And all of a sudden Bonsly popped. I'm like, what? 
No way! Look at this tiny tree. He's so cute. Um, he's not great IV wise. I think he's in the low end of you know the hatch bell curve. But uh, you know, it, it's more about the deck entry for me. Yeah, to be very honest. Cares, honestly, it's Bonsly. What's interesting about Bonsly though, and Kyle, I think you'll find this just as ridiculous as I do, is that if you want to evolve him into a pseudo Wudo, you have to walk him fifteen kilometers. 15? Which is ironic because pseudo Wudo doesn't like moving. Right, 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 right. But it, but in this game, they use the walking kilometer thing as like a friendship, like a stand-in, yeah, for like your relationship yeah, sort of thing. You're like, I get that. I get that. Nice it's just funny that that one would walk. be yeah. a walking one. Yeah, it's it's strange. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really remember Bond Sly evolving from friendship in the game, but I'm assuming that's he probably that does. Be the reason but... he's got to right. Yeah. So funny enough, there it is. I just wasn't expecting it. I'm not going to. I have enough pseudo wudo as it is. Trust me. Yeah. And then I don't think anything else really interesting happened this week for me. I caught one shiny spoink, even though I, you know, was checking a million things. Uh, Do you guys have any luck with spoink this week? Bonsly's Pokedex entry is really upsetting. <laughs> oh. oh no, really? Give us a little taste. <laughs> um, sure. So it can remain in the same spot for a long time. It also has a habit of crying, not because it's sad or needing attention but rather due to it, its excess moisture in its body. It dies if it gets too damp with this moisture. This habit also gets enemies to let their guards down. It prefers dry areas, but isn't uncommon to see in a garden. Oh, no. Bonsley needs to be bottle-fed, but can eat solid food when it matures. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Poor little baby tree. Oh. Uh, That's terrifying and precious. But, oh, dear. Know. Oh, well. All right, so um, before we get going here on the news, and trust me, there's plenty to talk about in the news, I do want to give a shout out to two brand new patrons. So shout out and big thanks to Jason and Curtis. Welcome to the Discord. Hi, Jason and Curtis. We're happy to have you. Hello. Thanks for your support. It means the world to us. We like you. Yeah, we sure do. (laughs) Uh, All right, and let's get into the news. So the first big piece of news... And you probably noticed, you know, there's this event going on. And I can't just say there's this event going on because currently there's actually three events going on at the same time. But the big overarching one is the Lunar New Year event. Hold your applause. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The features include two times catch experience and evolve experience, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. That's fantastic. Because that's the sort of benefit that we look forward to in a community day and people get really hype about. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's usually, I think, what, three times if it's the only thing. But two times is really great. So that means if you catch on the first ball with an excellent curve and you have a lucky egg going, I know that's a lot to ask. (laughs) But in that circumstance, it's like a thousand experience a catch, which is nuts. Um, But even if it's not, you're getting like 720 as long as you catch on the first ball and stuff like that. Besides the catch and evolving experience, there's increased spawns that are modeled after the Zodiac. Oh. So Rattata, mm-hmm. Ekans, Mankey, Ponyta, Electabuzz, Dratini, Mareep, Miltank, which is exciting for a lot of people, Torchic, Puchenya, Spoink, and Buneary. Those guys are all over the place and stuff like that. What is Electabuzz on the Zodiac? The tiger. He's he the represents tiger. the tiger. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I he's think... based off of a, a, like a thunder god, isn't he? That's yeah, really it's, interesting. Uh, I wish I could remember which. It's like it's the demon that wears wears a mask. I think it's the if you know Last Airbender. I think the blue spirit is kind of based off the same thing as Electabuzz. Right. right. 
Can we can we just by the way, quick aside, can we all agree that the whole blue spirit thing was like one of the best things that happened to Zuko's character arc? It was absolutely oh he has gosh. the best character arc of like any character ever almost. I'm right. A- the bigger the redemptive arc, the better. In a lot of cases. Anyway, so b- back to Pokemon Go. Yeah. But before, I think for the first like six hours of the event, Growlithe was the tiger spawn. That and, makes sense right, to me. Right? And then they yeah. fixed yeah. it to go with their picture fixed, that they'd released. Quote unquote. Yeah, I was really liking the Growlithe spawn because I really mm. want shiny Growlithe. Yes. I was like, wow, I'm drowning in Growlithe. Mm. This is the best time to farm these guys. And nope. Oh, well. Interesting. Here we are. In addition to all those increased spawns, because... There's more to this. There's also an increased chance of Pokemon from trades becoming lucky. And the Silph Road did some research on this, and, and roughly it's kind of like between two years old or older. It's a 75% chance if you guys already have more than 10 luckies each. You can look at the bell curve and we'll link it for you, but it's an increased chance based on or compared to what the previous chances were. So there's a new field research trade 10 Pokemon with a friend. It gives you a Chimchar. I don't know if that's Why? worth it. Interesting. Why? I'll let you know. I had one and I was like, I don't really care what it is. I'm going to do it because I want to do it for the first time and not get it spoiled. And then it was spoiled for me because of Reddit. And I was like, oh, Chimchar. And I like, trashed that trashed. thing because yeah. like, it's not worth it. That's Yikes. a lot of trades. Yeah, that is a lot of trades. Yeah. So I don't Unless know. you just have random in like Pokebox fillers, you know? I mean, a lot of people do that to farm the distance and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, chances for luckies and things. Mm-hmm. So. I get that. We, you and I just don't make a lot of... It's not a priority yeah. for us to do something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, that gives you a Chimchar. So if you're looking for a Chimchar, that's a cool research to look for. He is there. And then, of course, the capstone to this event is that Shiny Spoink is now active. And that also means that Shiny Grumpig is out there. So Shiny Spoink is just like a naked pig? He's flesh-colored. Yeah. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> he's, he's flesh-colored, but he's shiny. Yes. He's naked. Yeah. That's his shininess. Like naked little pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Niantic. That's uncomfortable. Hey, no, it wasn't them. <laughs> they didn't make that shiny variation. No? Th- thanks, Nintendo. Uh, there you <laughs> go. All right. Speaking of thanks, Nintendo, how about the second event here that's going on? This one is running from February 5th to March 4th. Uh, shiny Meltan may appear from mystery boxes, which is exciting. So we actually have confirmation of Shiny Meltan. We've known for a while what he looks like. He's a little bit darker. I think the biggest news with this is that mystery boxes can be obtained and opened every three days instead of waiting for seven so that you can do them more often, which is pretty cool. Unless before the event started, you opened up a box. <sighs> And you had a longer than three day window. Did you do that, so Kyle? You, no, I, I no, haven't I, I opened one, but I'm pretty sure Chris oh, did. Okay. Yeah, I did. I had five days left when the event started. I'm oh. like, cool, maybe we'll restart the timer. And then I was like, nope. never mind. So Suffer. today should be the day. <laughs> Suffer. Yeah, today should be the day. I should See, be able to. I opened my Meltan box and I didn't get anything. Nothing notable. You got a bunch of Meltan, didn't you? No shinies. Okay, well. No different colored tails. No, nothing. Oh, yeah. His tail is blue. Nothing. I did forget to say that. I think it's green. From no, it's red. blue. It's definitely blue. It's, blue. it's, oh, it's red okay. and then it turns into blue. I wish it was green. That'd be a cool color for that thing. But the red wire or the blue wire. It's like you're <laughs> diffusing a bomb when trying to get one of these things. The third event that's happening just this weekend, February 8th through the 11th. It's friendship. a friendship. Yeah. Friendship weekend. It's a friendship. little 
friendship. Mini event. You like friendship. Best friends. Who doesn't like friends? Friendship is magic. It sure yes, is. Yes, it is. It sure is. And not only is it magic, it's also increasing twice as fast this weekend in wow. the duration of this event. Fast friends. You also, yeah, fa- fr- <laughs> fast friends. <laughs> um, and then you get double candy from trading. And then you also get uh, half the stardust cost when you're doing trades with each other. So, for example, I gave you that Chingling today and it mm-hmm. was pretty cheap, yeah, even though it was special 400 trade. stardust. Yeah. And I didn't even have it yet. Yep. That's nuts. Really? It's very exciting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So enough about those events. Let's turn our attention to uh, what's really important. So for the duration of the lunar event, which is I forgot to mention this earlier, but it's it's through the 13th. It'll end like right before Valentine's Day, which we'll get to that in a second, though, too. But people think that there's going to be a Valentine's Day event and speculation is running rampant. But before we get to speculation, there's new boxes on sale in the shop. And if you know me. I love me a good box sale. You do love your boxes. I do. I'm very excited about these. So the special box has two raid passes, two incubators, and four lucky eggs. Eh, If you only have 480 coins, I guess so. Go for it. Great box. Five raid passes, three super incubators, six lucky eggs, three incense. That is not a bad great box. No, it's actually a pretty good one. It's not, not bad at all. But here it is. The creme de la creme. The Ultra Box, the one I've been waiting for, <laughs> 12 premium raid passes, 10 super incubators, 8 lucky eggs, and 8 star pieces. So how many did you buy? I've only bought one. So a quick check for 500 raids of summer. How many raid passes do you have? Okay, let me let me check. 300, right? I'm sitting on 280 premium raid that's passes. Not that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, that's almost as much as you need, technically, if you count all the free ones you're going to get. Hold on. 292 braid passes. Did you just buy another Yeah, I might have. <laughs> I, I realized I'm like, oh, cool. Because I've been, I was like really close. I was sitting on like a thousand a while ago and I've been pretty good about, you know, getting my gym coins. I'm like, He's like, Ooh. what a nice box. Yahoo. So yeah, uh, I, I bought another box well, just now. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting pretty close. We did the math in Discord. Mm-hmm. Given that I get one free raid pass every day. And given that it will probably be some raid days like there was this past summer, in which case I'll get five raid passes for those. I really should only have to buy like 95 raid passes. And if I effectively farm an EX raid pass every single two weeks or however quickly they come out, those would count too. Okay. So stay tuned. We're, we're talking we'll, about that we'll stuff. We'll have It'll to put really together exciting. an infographic. I'm so excited. But anyway. <laughs> There's somebody in our Discord that knows how to do infographics, right? If not, I we could do it. I'm, Who is I'm that? Pretty confident Who we could they? do that. Hey, Who if, are you? If if it's you, you know, just add us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the ultra box this time with the premium raid passes, the super incubators, lucky eggs, and star pieces is exciting. Uh, not because of the number of the items that you get, but it's the assortment of the items. In my opinion, this is like the perfect box that you would want. Unless yeah. you're a rural player that really needs incense and you burn through them a lot of st- and stuff like that, or you really like lures for the same reason. But for me, star pieces, especially as something that's hit level 40 already, star pieces are really just like the thing to get. Uh, so if you were waiting for a good sale, I think this is the one. But it should probably expire with the end of this lunar event, which again, mm-hmm. through February 13th, I believe. Okay. So Sure. Cool. All right. You guys ready for some... Uh, some rumors, some speculation, as some it were. Rumors. The rumor mill is at it again. 
It Ooh. sure is. And a lot of the time we don't talk about rumors on our show. We usually just like to stick to things that are confirmed or official announcements or just, you know, super notable that everybody's talking about. But we've got two things to talk about here. The first is, you know, somebody that's been missing from the Johto decks for a while. It's Smeargle. He's a little beagle with a paintbrush for a tail. He's got a little beret on top. It's really great. Lately, there's been kind of like these little sneaky things that Niantic's been putting out in different places that kind of lead us to believe that Smeargle is is coming our way. Mm-hmm. The first was this picture of Splink that they shared to kind of like talk about, like, hey, I think they were like, if you want good luck, share this picture of Splink, just trying to be cute and stuff like Interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. And the picture of Splink was fine, but the backdrop behind it was the regular backdrop, but it had like paint splashes all over it, okay. which is weird. That's not suspicious at all. No, I didn't even notice it. And, and actually, Trainer Tips saw it and he was like, oh, okay, you know, tinfoil hat moment. And he was talking about it and then everybody was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. And then everybody else was looking for more clues everywhere else. And just last night, uh, Pokemon Go's Twitter account changed its header to have Pokemon Go and stuff like that, but it also has paint splatters all over it. So the two options on Twitter right now are that Smeargle is coming or they're going to have a Splatoon crossover. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen, the second one. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, you're right. There is paint splashes all over everything. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, while Splatoon is a Nintendo property, I guess they could do that if they really wanted to, but eh, it's weird. all over everything on Pokemon Go's page. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, go take a look at that stuff if you guys are into that, but we'll also have a link to uh, one of the images in, in our show notes here on our website. So that we're just going to leave that where it is. Either he'll show up or he won't, and I don't want us to get up, like you know too excited about his specific mechanic, which if you don't know, it's called Sketch, where he permanently steals moves and learns them from other people, and they become, like I said again, permanent to his moveset. They won't do it. No, I mean, if we go the Shedinja route again, I mean, whatever, he'll be a dex filler, because without that, he's really not notable. No. I guess we'll find out. I'm really hoping that they'll surprise us with something really cool so the next thing is and kyle i think your worst fear might be coming true here (laughs) so uh there was a chinese promotional email that people have translated it's been getting around and this is just a rumor none of this is confirmed although it was from an official quote-unquote pokemon go the chinese source mamaswine's special move according to this is going to be ancient power yeah yeah so what can you tell us about ancient power kyle it's not very good. Okay. We, we can start with that. <laughs> and scene. We don't and like it. scene. But <laughs> we I uh, mentioned it. I'm pretty sure it was last week. I hope it wasn't two weeks ago, because if that's the case, I've completely lost track of all sense of it time. Was definitely last week. Okay. Good. Thematically it works because in order for Pillow Swine to evolve into Mammo Swine, he has to know ancient power and then level up. And then that's it. So it's really disappointing. I guess if this is but true, it makes so much sense. I but they could have made it thematically make sense, and then it's still given us a new move. They could have had every swine up that evolves into pillow swine learns ancient power. So then every pillow swine that you evolve already knew ancient power, and it learns a new move when it evolves because you know that happens. Right, right. The good news is that even though he's not getting a second like really good ice move, we were hoping for. He's still going to be the number one ice attacker regardless, right? So the actual good news is you don't have to worry about your fear of missing out now. The big news with this community today is he's being released. And you can stay home. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you don't want the shinies, you know, that's that's your prerogative. But I do. I really do. I'm like, I'm one as many little watermelons as I can snag. But you don't have to worry about evolving more than, you know, one for the collector's sake of the move, if you care. Right. It might be ancient power. It's probably going to be ancient power. I mean, normally stuff like this doesn't come out uh, and it's wrong. I don't think that ever really happens. As widespread and as accepted as this rumor has become, I would be so surprised if this didn't come true. And again, it just seems too appropriate, even if it is kind of not what we were hoping for. It makes a lot of sense. So It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Give them that for sure. No yeah. one's really surprised here if this is true. So let's talk about surprises a little bit more with this very PvP focused gear up. So this weekend gear up, we're going to take a look at the some of the finer details of the Twilight Cup. So the Twilight Cup is going to use dark ghost poison and fairy types. Now, if you're like me, who keeps a document off to the side whenever talking about Pokemon, because you don't remember type weaknesses, going to go over them really quick for you. I'm not even joking. I have one saved to my phone, to my desktop, and somewhere in my email, just so I always can check it. Can you send that to me? I, w I will, yes. Thanks. <laughs> so dark types are weak to fighting, bug, and fairy. Ghost types are weak to other ghosts and dark type. Poison is weak to ground and psychic. And fairy is weak to poison and steel. So can you explain to me just logistically... Poison being weak to psychic. Why? You know, I couldn't tell you. A lot of typings, they you can like apply some logic to it. And I'm sure right. someone out there has stretched their logic to cover that one. But for me, no. I mean, like, I always associate like some typing differences with fear between the two types. But it doesn't really work for right. that kind of stuff. I, I mean, because if you're looking at, at fairy being weak to steel... Um, makes a little bit of sense to me because you, like fairy kind of represents like an old understanding of the world, like this whole like emphasis on mythology and, and belief in those sorts of things. And then steel really represents a, a modern world. So it makes sense that it would be weak to something like that. Right. But yeah, even poison being weak to ground makes sense because ground can't be poisoned. I mean, it yeah, can be kind of radiation like kind of absorbs the poison just kind of is there. But right. Right. But psychic. I don't know, man. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Chris mentioned earlier that building a Twilight Cup team is going to be a little bit more difficult than building one for the Boulder Cup. A lot of them have really crucial secondary moves that you're going to want to know for type coverage. And I guess it's just like the way their CP works, how much Stardust it's going to cost makes it expensive. But I guess the good thing is, depending on how you're looking at it, a lot of the Twilight Cup is going to revolve around like three or four Pokemon and then how you decide to deal with them. Big standout is going to be the poison dark type, such as Alolan Muck, Skunk Tank, and Drapion. And the reason they're so good is because they resist poison, dark, and ghost. And they can learn moves that can be super effective against fairy and ghost. And they're only weak to ground. That's quite a list for just yeah, one Pokemon. Not bad. Yeah, that when you consider you can only use three other types of Pokemon besides that. For right, sure. Right. So because that is so strong, you need to have an answer to that. The premium answer is going to be Toxicroak, because Toxicroak is basically the only Pokemon in this whole list, in this whole cup, that can learn a ground-type move that's worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. I think it's Mudshot, Mud... It's Mud Bomb. Mud Bomb, okay. So that gives him the chance to, you know, deal with Alolan Muck if the enemy has it. 
So now you know everyone's going to have their poison dark. Everyone's going to have their toxicroak. And I'm sure everybody will have toxicroak. You need to have an answer for toxicroak. And unfortunately, that answer is not quite as easy because it needs to be flying or psychic. And no one in the cup learns a good charge flying or charge psychic move that's really worth using. So your best options are going to be fast moves. And the noteworthy ones are going to be Togetic, who can learn extrasensory, and Golbat or Crobat. They're interchangeable. They can learn a flying fast move. Well, you know, it's not a charge move. Toxicroak is not the bulkiest Pokemon. So this leaves one more Pokemon that you could potentially alternate in, depending on what you think you're going to be against. Chris mentioned earlier, Azumarill. Really strong Pokemon, really high base stats. I don't remember off the top of my head. It can also learn a fairy charge move, and fairy Pokemon are not very well represented. Unfortunately, we're still waiting one that day. quick move, man. One day. <laughs> It'll happen. It's going to change the way we look at some things. Right. Uh, that's exaggerating. But. Kind of. It'll change the way we look at PvP, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, Togekiss would be all over this list if it could learn a fairy charge move because it would give it better coverage, and it's so bulky. But until then, you're left with Azumarill because you can also learn the water type moves. And then you can kind of just have some fun. You know, it is it is Pokemon. So, you know, we have a bunch of fun type Pokemon. You know, if you like to use Gengar, he's, you know, made of tissue paper, sadly, but you can use him. Right. I want really you to hard. have an entire team of Gengars, Kyle. <laughs> be really uh, funny. Like if it's a best of three, like, like it normally is, you just have like a team of three Gengars. Like, huh, okay, he's probably going to pull out something different next time. So they all today are just like, no, nope, three Gengars. <laughs> just still three, three, Gengars. three more Gengars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alola Marowak can also be a good surprise pick because... It resists poison fast moves, which you're going to see a lot amongst, you know, Toxicroak or Alolan Muck or Drapion. They're all going to probably know a poison fast move. Or if you want to try and counterpick their surprise pick, you can do something like a Venusaur to counter an Azumarill. The only pool that's really weak here is Fairy type. So a lot of the other ones have good options that are fun Pokemon. I'm a real big fan of the Twilight Cup. It's got, you know three of my favorite types of Pokemon in it. It looks like a lot of fun. It really does. Yeah, it, it, I'm hoping that it'll be really fun. But the thing about this that people were really talking about mm -hmm. was that considering that Toxicroak is going to be, well, first of all, he's very good, right? Secondly, he's going to be one of the most successful Pokemon to have in your team with the lowest amount of investment besides, I mean, the spawns. I mean, Krogong spawns are, are low in some areas, um, mostly just because they're new. And, you know, if you've been playing for a while, you don't just have 700 candy sitting around like you do for a lot of these other Pokemon. Meryl and Azumarill, the problem isn't candy, it's Stardust for that one. But because Toxicroak is so accessible, the counters for Toxicroak are what you're really going to want to look into. Um, and we're kind of pulling all this information um, from a Pokemon Go Hub article. They have this really extensive guide on it, and we'll, we'll make sure we post that in the show notes as we always do. Driftblim, they were talking about... <laughs> stalling out Toxicroak. They're like, yeah, nothing's really going to do a great job against like actually damaging the thing, but it's squishy so you can just stall it out like you were saying before, Kyle. But like Driftblim and Alolan Muck really will be fantastic for that. I'm, I'm excited for that type of dynamic because in Boulder Cup, it was just pretty much like, how hard can you hit him? Do you have the right answer? Are you lucky enough that the Pokemon that you put in wasn't going to lose and you had to trade out first? So I'm excited for this to be a little bit different and stuff like that. So 
Cool. When are you taking part in it? Um, I think later on in the month, towards the end, I want to say, I don't think it's the last day of the month. I think it's the second to last day of the month. I'm not entirely sure. I know that friend of the show, Terry Wolf, is having one next weekend. I might opt for that one, like it's a Friday night, just to do that, um, because I really need my my ladder points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, not entirely sure. Are you interested in partaking in this, Kyle? Probably not right now, just because... I don't have any stardust, so I'm probably going to wait for the weather to get nicer, and then once that happens, I'll be grinding more, and then I'll take part in them when the weather's nicer. All right. Ness, do you want to go compete? Nope. Nope? <laughs> no. You want to do some scrims just with this rule set just for funsies at home? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. All right. Well, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for the overview. Why don't we, uh, why don't we go into the Pokalore, huh? So this week, we're going to talk about Spoink, the bounce Pokemon, and Grumpig, the manipulate Pokemon. What does that even mean? What? Uh, what I don't does know. that mean? The manipulate Pokemon. Interesting. He when you read it, I think it makes he's sense. He's a pig that manipulates people. Apparently. Yes. I mean, pigs are very manipulative. Okay? Are they? They're very smart. Teacup pigs. They're smarter are than they? dogs. Yeah. Pigs. Did you know that? They evolved I mean, just to be cute. dogs are just dumb. So. Hey. They are. I mean, yeah. They, they kind of are, but but yeah. Pigs are very smart. What's the point? Okay. Yes. They're okay. con men and con women. So let's start with Spoink. Spoink is a gray pig-like Pokemon. It has dark circular eyes, a large gray nose, and small ears. It has stubby arms and possesses no hind legs. Motion is achieved by bouncing on its spring-like tail. The bouncing has a vital function in that it keeps its heart beating. Even while it's sleeping, it continues to bounce. It wears a pearl produced by clam pearl on the top of its head, which amplifies its psychic powers. Spoink will be weakened without a pearl and always searches for bigger pearls. <laughs> it's like a hermit crab mixed with a pig mixed with a slinky. Mixed with a nightmare. A little bit, yeah. In the anime, it was shown to easily mistake other round objects as its pearl. It lives in the mountainous areas and it likes to eat mushrooms that grow underground. I think in the anime, uh, was didn't a bunch of them have like apples on top of its head instead of pearls or something like that? Because they were slightly round. I don't remember, but oh. it was something else and they were just like, know. ew, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Oh, no. But it's terrifying that it has to keep moving, otherwise its heart will stop. I think we bred this around Halloween. What if you, 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 you like hold it in your things. hand in your arms? Does it just die? Uh no. yes. Yes. It has to bounce in your in your hand. You have to like hold it in your hand so it can bounce up and down, but if you try to cuddle it, it dies. Yes. Wow. This That's thing a, seems so harmless. It like needs terrible. it needs some help. It seems so fragile. That's a bad existence <laughs> yeah but then it evolves it can't be loved don't snuggle your spoink if you truly love it so then it evolves into grumpig grumpig is a bipedal pig-like pokemon it has large ears a pink snout and oval eyes the lower half of its body is black while the upper half is purple there are black markings on its ears and arms while its hands and feet are purple its tail is pink and curly and there appear to be three shining black pearls on its body two small ones on its head and a larger but nearly flat pearl on its midsection where the black meets the purple. These pearls are used to amplify its psychic powers, which allow it to control its opponents. The dance it performs while using its powers is very popular. It lives in months. <laughs> Not popular enough. They don't have a lawsuit against Fortnite with it. So. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah, go. That's how you can tell nowadays. So that's how it manipulates people is through like its, its dance and its it, extra pearls. Dancing. Yeah. Pearl dance. There's a lesson to be learned there. I'm just not sure what it is. Yikes. Never trust a dancing pig. Never. Yep. Never dance with a pig. I got nothing. Never do a pig-like dance. Never dance. I, pig. I subscribe to that. <laughs> Don't pig. Never dance. <laughs> got that one on lock. <laughs> yep. So, 
Grump Pig's max CP is 2369, which is pretty low. It really doesn't have any great stats at all. No. It's it's really not a notable Pokemon to have on your team. So don't really use it in battle unless it's for a really specific use in PvP. Maybe Psychic. Yeah, man. But 1v1 Spoinks only. You've got other other options. That's okay. Yeah. So maybe don't. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Let's move on with some, from something that's less terrifying and pig-like. That's kind of the, bad. Let's go to the Pokepole, shall we? All right. Last week's question. Which new Gen 4 Pokemon will you be spending your Sinnoh Stones on first? Jason says, it's been two weeks since I got a Sinnoh Stone. I'm hoping to get a few before Community Day. Tangrowth and Licky Licky are first on my list. Joe says, he's used 24 Sinnoh Stones already. <laughs> my <Wow>. God. <laughs> That's fantastic. I have like two. Way to go, Joe. Andy says, technically, I've already used a couple of Sinnoh Stones, but the next one I'm going to be using it on will definitely be Gallade. I love this typing, and it's such a cool Pokemon. True. Chris Poopa says, Shiny Frostlass was my first new Evolve. That's Ooh. cool. Jim Leader Mario. Hey, Mario. He says, Gallade, but I am saving for Mamoswine. Taz says, Tangrowth, because I like having a variety of strong Pokemon, and Grass is one of my weak spots. I've got a Grass, not Breloom, Roserade, Solar Beam, HP is also grass. Oh, hidden power, yeah. Ho, and a couple of solar beam executors. Excel Chef says, I did all that are open. Now I can go have adventures with them. Dave the Rave TM says, I evolved my Lickitung first. No real reason why, other than it being one of my favorite Pokemon from Gen 1. Trent says, Mamoswine, saving what little stones I have community day. I think that's pretty relatable yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot. Of, I would have done that if I wasn't trying for my goal this week right right mikey midas says i'm likely going to try yen mega i want to evolve lickitung and apon but i don't have an, any good ones was gonna get glade but i'm still holding out fairy ralts cd interesting yeah. so this week's pokepole what would your perfect event look like in pokemon go so i think this has a lot to do with how we felt about pokemon events in the past you know phoebus yeah, day was right. it was a big controversial one right but we've had a lot to say about, you know, Squirtle days and just about everything else that have been coming through and all the different methods. So, Chris, what is your optimal Pokemon event? My optimal Pokemon event would probably be something that has uh, a spawn uh, with an like an evolution and a shiny form and stuff like that. I really like the community day stuff mm -hmm. where it's meta relevant and has an exciting move and makes sense with the lore and stuff like that. So, okay. like, if Ancient Power was really good, it would be close to that. But it has to be really an exciting Pokemon. So, like, if they did a uh, Garchomp community event, okay. I'd be really into that. I, I think Someday. so. Why? Why? It's, why it's else? Gado. Why else would they? Why would they wait? Come on! I, yeah, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. So we're really holding out over here for that. Um, I think it would be that, and then the bonuses would have to be. I mean, pretty good. Like a Stardust bonus. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of done with catch experience. Uh, I know it's easy for me to say because I don't. I'm not <laughs> leveling up anymore. I suppose. Um, but I still think that a Stardust, even when I was leveling up, Stardust is a more compelling uh, bonus in a lot of ways. So sure. I'd be into that. Kyle, what about you? Well, if we're talking like week-long events type thing, like the Lunar event, I think for me, it's any event where there are multiple shiny spawns boosted. The okay. Halloween event was fantastic. I loved mm -hmm. it. There was like 12 different Pokemon that you could potentially look out for. Mm-hmm. So anything that involves something like that makes it much more exciting when you see everything spawn. And yeah. it would probably also include two times catch experience and Stardust. 
So okay, depending on how it was balanced out, I'm still leveling up. So that experience is still very exciting for me. That's fair. What I about really, you, I liked the summer events. So I liked like the water event that happened where I got to see all water type Pokemon. I really enjoyed the community days that were over the summer where you had the shiny chance and then the regular and then the half walking egg distance. You had the catch bonus. You had the stardust bonus. I kind of like it all in one, like a mixed a mixed bag of an event. But you want it all. Yeah, you I do. want it now. I want everything. It's my event. I want it now. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the summer was done really well. So like yeah, June, July, yeah. August, they had some really good events and I like those a lot. Sure thing. And, uh, you know, recently the Pokemon YouTubers went and had this meeting with Niantic at San Francisco and, and they weren't really able to share the specific details and stuff like that. But a lot of them were saying, hey, events, events, events for this mm-hmm. summer. And if this weekend is any indication, that'll be the case. So I'm really hoping that they keep all the good things they learned from this past year because this past year has been phenomenal. And I think events are a huge reason as to why this game has been so successful and so exciting. I'm hoping that they take some of that stuff and they amplify the good things, minimize the things that weren't so hot. Yeah. Like a, you know, a Phoebus day. Yeah. Say. I think if they take feedback, everything will be great. I agree. Yes. If you guys would like to answer the question, what would your perfect event look like in Pokemon Go? There's a couple of ways you can do that. You can uh, answer on Facebook and Twitter when that question is posted, or you can answer in our Discord if you're a patron. And if you'd like to help support the show and get in that Discord, you can do it for one buck a month at patreon.com forward slash gocastpodcast. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails, it's time for emails. Email. 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 (laughs) All right. The first email here, and technically the only email, because these other three uh, that are after this one are from Discord. But this email this week is is a really great question. Um, I think this is worth talking about, definitely, because it's quite a concern. From Michael Miller. Hi again, GoCasters. Hope everyone is doing well. Yeah. I wrote before on the three excellent throws research, and it was awesome hearing it discussed and how we were, I'm assuming, just in awe of his ability to do it consistently. (laughs) Um, Just a little background on me. I am a double level 40 mystic trainer in active duty military, so I don't get to play a lot. But when I do, I make it count. I started playing August 2018, and Ho-Oh was my first raid, and it got me hooked. Wow. Wow. The reason I'm writing in today is I need your help. My son, who is eight, can't have friends on Pogo because of his age. So therefore, he doesn't have Alolan Pokemon, babies, or the regionals, things like that. He can't do trainer battles either, so he doesn't have Sinnoh stones. My question is, how will Niantic deal with this for Community Day? Or will he have to go without having a Mamoswine as well because of their rules? Sorry, I know this is long, uh, but he's getting frustrated not being able to get the same Pokemon as me. That's fair. Yeah, that's a tough one. So, Michael, as it stands right now, um, even if you have an account through the whole Niantic Kids account deal where you have more control over what your kids can and cannot do and stuff like that, the only thing that you can enable for them that was currently disabled before for under 13 years of age accounts is sponsored Pokestops. So things like friends lists and trading are still only available to trainers age 13 and up. Interesting. So as it stands right now, short of you making them a new account and, you know, um, lying about their age, (laughs) which I I, I wouldn't recommend that you do from a moral standpoint, I suppose. But, you know, if your kid can't play and engage, I I really don't know what to tell you. It kind of looks like you've run into a wall. Can kid accounts 
battle against the trainer, the the leaders? You know what? I imagine that they can. So it's slow and it's painful, but you can earn a Sinnoh Stone like that. I've I've definitely done it. So that might be the only way. He can get Mammal Swine, just not like as reliably as a normal player, unfortunately. So I'm wondering if then um, for that weekend when they're saying like, hey, you can get up to five rewards from battles and stuff like that, if that applies to the trainer battles as well as against another player. Probably not because Mm -hmm. it specifies trainer battle, but it's worth checking out. It's only like, you know, 30 extra seconds at the, you know, during the community day. Right. Exactly. It is a bummer. It would be interesting to see them manage the Niantic kids thing a little bit better since trainer battles is kind of becoming more important just for playing the game. Yeah, I don't really know what else to tell you, Michael. I mean, Kyle's idea is really the only thing that has come up in any of the conversations that, you know, have been about this that I've heard that makes the most sense. So, I mean, probably the team leader battles would be the only way to do that. But again, that's one reward a day and maybe more during the event there's you know hasn't been confirmation one way or the other at least that we're aware of so yeah i guess the answer is that's a bummer sorry man (laughs) yeah they really need to address this yeah that kind of stinks i agree all right so hopefully that you know at least gives your child an opportunity to you know engage in some way so maybe he can get mammoth swine and best of luck so this next one is from dave uh this is a question from discord ness you want to take it dave the rave tm what are you hoping for from Valentine's event and events over the spring and summer? Well, I know that the Valentine's event is going to be what all pink Pokemon. I don't have. Well, a, I'm not sure about that yet. I think that's what it's going to end up being. Maybe. I think it's going to be pink Pokemon. So I know Love ones? Disc. Love Disc is there. Oh, yeah, I mean, I want, of course it's going to be Love Disc. So I don't have a shiny Love Disc. I would like a shiny Love Disc. That's, Me too. That's what I want from that. Spring, summer, the more things to get us outside and wandering around. The winter has been dark and dreary and cold. And full of terrors. And full of terrors. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that there will be some more adventurous events over the summer that keep us kind of out and about and engaging with the community a bit more than just, you know, spinning stops and driving around and... Uh, you know. I don't know, going knee deep in the snowdrifts for Phoebus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. I'm just looking forward to the nice weather. <laughs> Events can be what they are. I just want to be outside. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I miss too. the nice weather so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I appreciated summer as much as when I was playing this game. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once we're in summer, I know half the hemisphere is going to be in winter. So, you know, it's a catch 22 for everybody here, at least for April through October. I hope we have some some fun things. Yeah, but is the other half of the hemisphere experience winter in such a way that it's like no, you know, frostbite they'll die. No, no, not not exactly. No, okay, okay, fifty, sixty degrees. So I'm I'm hoping for pink Pokemon too, but I'm hoping for it to be kind of like in a way that introduces some exciting things. Two of the big theories I saw online were the shiny version of Baneria's pink. Oh, Um, cute. Yeah, yeah, that that would be a good one. Uh Um, And then maybe. Happiny could be released. Yes, I saw that. No, um, somebody that, posted a picture of their, very likely. their Pokedex, their Pokedex yeah. that had the outline of Happiny. Question marks in Happiny. I'm going to look now. Yeah. I'm going to look And I mean, Chansey's pink. Happiny's yeah. pink. Yeah. Blissey's mm-hmm. pink. Be cool to get a shiny one, too. They're kind of like a weird green. Are they? Oh, sick color. Uh, I'm into wait. that. I love it. 
Yeah, it's like a yellow green almost. But yeah, I mean, those would be some cool Pokemon to see for sure. I'm I'm looking, Chansey. I pulled on. No oh my god! It it looks like it's sick. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> it actually like, looks mm. like it's gonna. It's sick. Oh yeah, I see the happening shadow. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. Sure is. So I think it, Valentine's Day. It has to. Maybe right? it has to. It Shiny. has to. Shiny. It has to now. Shiny Blissey is just a pale pink. <laughs> oh, that's, that's better than that, green. That poor thing. Yeah, it's, they're all just they're all just really sick. That's oh, they're anemic. Bummer. Anemic Blissey. Pale. Very, very pale. Well, you, you need yeah. some sun, girl. Get out there. <laughs> Next one's from Terry. You want to take it, Kyle? Terry says, do you think we'll see more events around trading and friendships? And do you think this trading event came out because of a decreased amount of trading? Huh. Like the friendship event? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the friendship mini event we have going on Maybe. this weekend. It's a possibility. I mean, they haven't had increased luckies or anything recently, so... That makes sense. I definitely think we're going to see more. I think this is just a new type of event we're going to start seeing, which is cool. Mm -hmm. It's nothing major, but it's fun and it kind of encourages interaction more. And I definitely think that Terry's on to something a little bit, not necessarily about decreased amount of trading, but people not trading as much as Niantic expected. And I think it's mostly down to the fact that you need to be next to the person to trade. Right. And generally, when you're next to somebody else playing Pokemon Go, there's a reason. You're catching Pokemon. You're doing a raid. It's community day. So you wait for that downtime. And then suddenly, you know, you don't want to just stare and keep trading Pokemon while you're standing in place. Yeah, I'm not so sure if it's because of a decreased amount of trading. I feel like if you're going to trade, you would have been trading already. I mean, the idea of getting increased lucky I was like, yeah, let's do a few more trades, but I'm not like we have to trade now during this event. Otherwise, we'll never get luckies again. I don't feel like it's that much of an increase for for me to feel differently about trading as a priority in my playing time. But I mean, no, hey, it's it's a nice event. And like Kyle's saying, I, I would really like to see some cool new events that are designed around different functions in the game other than just catching and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I agree. The last question here is from Tass, also from Discord, um, and it has to do with what we just talked about. Do you think best friends should be able to trade long distance with like a few restrictions? And would this impact the game too much? Yes, please. Please let our best friends trade long distance. Really? You think so? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Really, How do you feel about it? I you agree? really would like to. Yeah, I agree. It's never going to happen. I'm just going to go out and say that. There's no way they're going to do it. I think it could. I think it it goes against what they've kind of always done, you know, encourage being near each other. That's true. But, you know, ultra friends and best friends can battle at a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is true. So why can't they trade? I I agree. I would like to be able to trade. Yeah. Do you think there should be restrictions behind it? No. Well, why do you think that they don't allow people to trade at a long distance? Because they haven't developed it yet. <laughs> I mean, I think that, the no. tech is definitely I, there. First and foremost, regionals. Right. Okay. That's a big one. It's really, it would be really easy to set up a subreddit to, you know, buddy up with people from across the ocean and stuff. You know what? If you take that long of a time and you're that dedicated to open all the gifts and do everything you need to do to get your best friend. Sure, let them do it. Let them trade regionals. Who cares? Sure. I mean, I, I understand that. They but can't it, trade it to somebody else. So it's not like they can farm regionals from somebody. This is true, but they've made Relicanth regional to one small place in the globe. So they clearly yeah. are invested in making things rare. 
well, maybe right. they want those people to have friends. I mean, also having <laughs> those things spawn in events is like a big draw to bring people out to set events. Yeah, you know, exactly. uh, the uh, Porto Allegra one is a prime example. But I mean, what if, okay, so what if you can trade with your best friends, but you couldn't do legendaries or regionals, and then they had special events for best friends where you could trade legendaries and regionals? I think that that would that probably would have be to be the way to do it. Interesting. I yeah. just like, it's like you have 24 hours or 48 hours, whatever, to you know, make your special trades with your best friends across the seas. Right. I think that would be fun. Yeah. That would be really great. I mean, great. you only get one a day, so it's like 25 so hours. So you, you might as well say it's one. Two. <laughs> I think the main problem here that they're trying to avoid is, and I believe we talked about this maybe like a long time ago, maybe like 10 or so episodes ago, hmm. that they don't do the long distance trading and stuff like that because they don't want people to sell Pokemon for money online. But again, you can't trade them once you've traded them. So what's the What's the point? It's selling them to you. I guess. So but... like if I had a Pokemon, I was like, you can get a maxed out Kyogre from me. You wouldn't be able to guarantee IVs and stuff like that. But if it was maxed out level 40, level 40, then that's fine. But if I said, hey, it'd be $100 and then, okay, in 90 days, we'll work up our friendship. You pay me $100. I'll trade you this Kyogre for, you know, what, a Wurmple or something? Like there's a market for that. I guess. If somebody really wants to take the time for 90 days to do one trade... You know, I think that should be on Niantic to police it. That's their job. They shouldn't handicap or, you know, hamstring the game because of that. Right. You don't, you don't see other games like WoW, for example, handicapping the way you make gold because other people are selling it to people. That's true. And I think the, the counter argument for this is because um, I, I brought this point up to somebody else. Like, I'm sorry for the life of me. I cannot remember who it was. But they were like, yeah, if that's true, spoofers are already going to spoof their location next to people and do the trades anyway. So if you're going to do shady stuff with trading and things like that, then people are already doing it. So, you know, why punish the rest of us to try to keep people in line that you can't keep in line? So I guess the answer is we don't really have an answer. And I guess. I, my, my I have theory, my answer. My theory is that trades will eventually go long distance. I think they will change it in the future. I don't. I want we'll them see. to. I just don't yeah. think they will. Mostly we'll that's see. just because the Chris and Ness are like, you know, 45 minutes away from me. And I think they have like 12 or 15 special trades for me at this point. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like, true. it's just never going to happen. Like every community that we've seen each other so far, we've forgotten. I don't know. I mean, you're close and you're not across the world. It's almost like I wish that the radius yeah. was maybe to my region or something like that. I yeah. don't know. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how to make that happen. But again, I guess we'll we'll see an evolution of this moving forward. So, yeah. All right. So if you guys would like to send an email just like those people did or hop into the discord, you can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook. Just look for the gocast podcast. And if you want to get into that aforementioned discord, as we brought up a couple of times here, you can. Help support this show on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. And again, like I said last week, if monetary support isn't your thing uh, or you just can't swing that, then you can really help the show out by leaving us a review wherever you listen to your shows, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, whatever that might be. If you do so, it really helps us with visibility, uh, helps so that people discover the show um, and stuff like that. So yeah. that's that's one top way to show some love and we'll appreciate it forever yes please so all right it's it's time for us to get out of here but before we pack it up completely why don't we 
Why don't we? Set some new goals. Okay. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Ness, you want to go first? Yeah. So my main goal for next week, and next week is Mammoth Wine Community Day next weekend. Um, I would like three shinies, and I would like to reach level 39, which is about 350,000 away. Ooh. Oop. So getting I'm, the I'm gonna, stretch here. Right. I'm going to focus on those two, I think. Three okay. shinies and 350K. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Kyle, what about you? All right. So I want six shiny swine up. Ooh. 300,000 experience. Ooh. That's, that's conservative because I'm expecting to get a lot this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Palkia. I, I don't have a Palkia yet. So that's Chances are list. where we're going to be for community day. One of those will happen. Yes. Hoping. At least, at yeah. least one. We'll, we'll make time. For myself, I, I really want uh, 10 or more shinies as I do. As you do. <laughs> Get as many of my little pig watermelons as possible. Um, and I think I really want to walk my Finian enough to get a Luminian because I don't have one yet. How many candies do you need? I want to say 14. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so that's a goal for me. I hatched all the things I really wanted to hatch out of the new 7K egg pool Bonsly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not entirely sure what else to really go for. Uh, so I think I'm going to stick with that one. And oh, you know what? I, I, I really do want to farm Stardust this week and, and finish my, my Twilight Cup team. You know, at, at least. So you need like 2 million Stardust. That's what you're <laughs> Yes. Right, right. You know, I didn't want to come yeah, out and say it like that. Pieces. You know, I'm not a big fan of those hard, big numbers like that. Two million's a bit much, but uh, I guess it is what it's going to take. So <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for episode 34, post Swine Up Community Day. Ooh. Best of luck to you finding your shiny little pigs. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.